Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Wow, good morning girls and welcome to Sisterhood. We're so, so glad that you are with us today, wherever you're joining us from. You might be uh, in one of our campuses and you're in room. If that's you, why don't you just turn around, have a good look at the girls that you're in close proximity to and just give them a big smile. Like just smile at them because being with them in the room is um, a real privilege these days. And you know, maybe you're joining us online because maybe restrictions stop you from being in the room. And hey, that's my story today. I would love to be with my girlfriends in the room, but I can't. So why don't you just smile at me? Smile at your device. Just smile. Just smile right now because we're the kind of girls who just still keep smiling no matter what happens. And of course, you might be joining in later. You might be listening to this uh, a month down the track or later today. However, you've come to join Sisterhood today. Welcome. Welcome, and we're so, so glad that you are with us. Now, my name is Rose, and uh, I'm a Melbourne gal. I'm part of the Melbourne Sisterhood, and it's my absolute privilege to be here today with my other Melbourne girlfriends. So it's hashtag Melbourne girls today on the table. And so, Pastor Bobby, hello from Melbourne, and uh, thank you so much for inviting us and entrusting us to have a chat around the, on the friendship table today. We love you dearly. So, girls, can I introduce you to the other amazing, other amazing Melbourneian girls that are joining me? They're absolutely stunning girls. I don't know how this is going to work, but if I go like this, I don't know where they. I'm not very spatial. I want to be like, um, like on the Brady Bunch. You know how they could always look and like. Okay, I think they're below me. So I think I've got. If I go like Catherine. Hello, Catherine. Why don't you say hello, Catherine? Um, you are, look, we do need to make a confession, sisterhood girls, that whilst we uh, all live in Melbourne, we're not necessarily born and bred Victorians. We're here by choice. So, Catherine, mm-hmm. are you born and bred or are you an import? I am born and mostly bred. Look, I snuck over the border to South Australia for a little bit before permits were a thing, um, yeah. but mostly born and bred. We're so thrilled to have you with us. You're homeschooling two kids at the moment. So much love to you. Are you holding up okay? Yes. I'm, I, I gave my son the brief that he was not to do random yelling in the background, like no elephants down the stairs, please. So fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> awesome. Hey, we love it when, when kids jump into Zooms. Now, Sarah Sperry, all right, again, another one of our campus pastors down here. Are you born and bred Victorian? No, ma'am. I'm from <laughs> Texas. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm learning by choice. Almost 10 years. Wowzers. And look, girls, if you don't know Sarah, she has three children under three. So we're like just giving you massive respect right now. If there was... Um, some kind of symbol that I could give, like this is say like peace sign, 
Uh, I, I don't know what respect is, like maybe just respect, girlfriends. Three kids mm-hmm. under three, we love you. How's your baby boy going? He is amazing, getting bigger, just had his six-week shots, and, yeah, he's awesome, loving life and soon to move into his own room so we can get some good sleep. Yeah, big boy move. It's happening. Wow. So, so awesome. All right, girls, the third the third amazing woman I want to introduce you to is a beautiful lady by the name of Mona. She's in our Melbourne City campus. She's actually a medical doctor who has gone on to specialise in family therapy and counselling. So she's uber clever as well as being incredibly kind and wise. Uh, she's got one adult son still living at home as in a university student. Uh, Mona, why don't you say hi to the girls? You might be on mute, babe. Hi, girls. Um, it's really beautiful to be here and um, just be part of Sisterhood and the privilege. Thank you so much for uh, taking me on the table. And I honestly admire and love you girls. And so thank you. Yes, um, I am also not from Melbourne, uh, originally um, from India, um, then moved when newly married. We moved to New Zealand, lived there 15 years uh, in Australia, now 10 years, but three years in Melbourne. God absolutely spoke to our heart to move to Melbourne and we are here by faith and so here um, we are. Beautiful, beautiful. Look, it is well known that Melbourne is the world's most livable city. It might have just come down a few rungs um, in the last 12 months but there's a reason why people flock to live here because it is truly amazing but uh, yes, so welcome Mona. We can't hear, we can't wait to hear what you're going to contribute. I know you've got something uh, amazing to encourage the girls with today. Thank you so much. But girls, as you would know, if you've been coming for a while, but maybe you're brand new today and hey, that hey, you're so welcome here. But we've been talking about the fruits of the spirit on the friendship table. And uh, we've been going through them all. Why don't you write in the chat, what's your favorite fruit of the spirit? Like, do you have a favorite? I know I do. I know that today we're going to talk about kindness and it is actually my favorite fruit of the spirit. Uh, kindness and joy. I love thinking about them. I love learning about them. I got to say patience, self-control, not my favorite. Um, it's why I really needed to glean from Pastor Bobby and her two amazing uh, lads she had on the table uh, a fortnight ago because uh, I needed to learn about long suffering. But today we're going to talk about kindness. And you know what? I'm just going to say, girls, you were so amazing last week at our Sisterhood United Nights. We um, we invited, I guess, we invited you to participate in a local impact project where we uh, contributed finance to be able to buy maternity packs for our amazing Aboriginal um, sisters in the Northern Territory. Well, a great praise report. You girls came out in force and you contributed so much. And so we've been really able to um, bless that project. And, of course, you can still continue to um, participate in that if you want head to hillsong.com.au uh, forward slash impact if you would like to be a part but thank you thank you thank you thank you sisterhood just um radiates kindness and we're going to unpack that a little bit um a little bit today so what i want to do is uh just for a couple of minutes just i guess just set a little bit of a framework that we're going to launch off and have a conversation with these gorgeous melbourne girls 
And then straight after this, you're so welcome in your room, if you're in room in one of our campuses, to stay and have a chat with the girls in your in your local area about, about kindness. And there are plenty of Zooms as well, plenty of ways online. If you're in a restricted living at the moment, uh, check out your local campus pages because there are Zooms all around the country as well. You can jump on and keep talking about whatever it is we discuss on the friendship table. So Galatians 22, it's no, they are not, there are not that many chapters in Galatians. There are six chapters and we're going to go to chapter 5, verse 22. I'm going to read it in the Passion just to set a framework for the fruits of the Spirit. And it says here, But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, Kindness in action. That's us today, girls. It's, we're going to do a doing word. I love that. A life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. Beautiful. All right. So three observations that um, I've made when I, when I open the word of God and I think, okay, what is kindness? What does the Bible teach us about kindness? Three quick observations that I want to share today. First of all, our father in heaven is kind. The Bible just repeatedly tells us it's who he is. Kindness is who God is. He can't help but be kind. All right. Let me read to you Psalm 36 verse 6. It says, talking about God, your righteousness is unmovable, just like mighty mountains. Your judgments are as full of wisdom as the oceans are as full of water. Your tender care and kindness leave no one forgotten, not a man or even a mouse. I love that. We might run from the vermin, but God just has a tender heart towards them because he's a good, good God and kindness is who he is. The second observation that I read in the Bible is that Jesus is kind. It's who he is. He tells us in his gospels that he can only do what he sees the father doing. He only says what he hears the father say. So if our father is kind, then Jesus is kind. And I want, I want to read you this scripture in Luke chapter 6. It's just, it's honestly, it speaks of the heart, the kind heart that Jesus has. It says, he says, love your enemies, do good to them, lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be great and you will truly be acting as children of the most high for he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. It doesn't restrict his kindness. You must be compassionate just as your father is compassionate. I love that about Jesus. He's kind to everybody, regardless of circumstances. All right. And the third observation that I make when reading the Bible is that the Holy Spirit helps us to be kind. As humans, the Holy Spirit is our helper and it's what he does. He helps us be kind. And you know what? There are many examples throughout the New Testament, particularly Especially Paul, in all of Paul's letters, like pretty much all of them, he writes and he tells us that when we meet Jesus, when we take Jesus on, when we accept him into our life, when we choose to be a Christian, we actually put on a new life. We take off what we had before and we put on a new life. There are new things about us, new characteristics and kindness and tenderheartedness and mercy and basically treatment, how we treat other people is, is a 
an, is a really important part of what the Holy Spirit helps us embrace and take on. Right, so I want to read to you today a scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, and it's Paul speaking and encouraging us about how to put on this new life, of which kindness is an incredible part. So Ephesians 4, going to start at verse 21. And it says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your form of way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on a new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And it goes on, and it's a great passage of Scripture and gives us some really practical things to do. And I want to just skip down to verse 30. It says, And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander. Instead, listen to this, girls, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Beautiful, such a beautiful encouragement. And you know what? Paul actually writes those words over and over again. So it's incredibly important for us to embrace that as believers. And so what I'd like to do is just make and suggest two conclusions, two conclusions that that um, sat in my spirit as I read and, and thought and pondered what the Bible teaches us about kindness. So two conclusions. I'm just going to read them because I want to make sure I get the wording right. As Christians, okay, first one, as Christians, kindness is an op- isn't an opportunity we randomly participate in. Kindness is who we are, all right? As wonderful as random acts of kindness are, we should be embracing them and encouraging them. As believers, kindness isn't random for us. It's inherent. It's a part of who we are, which means kindness ought invade every aspect of our life, our conversations, our actions, whether or not we're in person or whether or not we're online maybe and how we interact online should just be, just should ooze kindness. You know, kindness should come out of us with our loved ones and how we how we lead and how we raise children, how we interact with people we know, but also strangers. Kindness is, is, who, we, is who we are. Okay, second conclusion that I took from from those scriptures is that kindness isn't necessarily gentle and soft in its origin, all right? It comes from a place of strength. Now, kindness and strength is um, soft and gentle when we give it, okay, in, in the action of actually doing it, but it comes from a place of strength. Those verses that Jesus encouraged us with about loving our enemies, that's actually incredibly hard. It's incredibly hard to be kind in circumstances that are tough when we haven't received kindness ourselves or circumstances are unjust. But if we want to remain Christ-like, we need that fierce determination, that strength, that rise-up ability that we're going to be kind no matter what the circumstances are. Amen. Amen. Does that resonate with you girls? Does that does that sit well in your sit well in your in your spirit? I trust it does. And what we're going to do now is we're going to have a conversation with these amazing, genuinely kind girls here in Melbourne, and we're going to unpack these thoughts a little bit. So, um, Sarah, 
why don't you um, have a chat with us? I would, I'd love to hear from you, um, you know, about the kindness of God. Like how have you experienced the kindness of our Father in heaven? So good. Can we first thank Rose? That was amazing, Rose. You are such a blessing and we have loved, loved getting to know you leading here in Melbourne. You're leading so well, Vic and Taz, and we're so blessed to have you and Ken. And thank you, Pastor Bobby, for this amazing opportunity. Big hugs and kisses to you as well. And yeah, Rose, as you texted me earlier this week and you you, you said the topic of kindness and, and straight away I thought about the kindness of God. Uh, there's so many different angles you could take on this topic. And that's the first thing that came to my mind. And as I was reflecting at 2 a.m. while I'm feeding my son, because it was the, the kind of the space I had to like, hey, God, Holy Spirit, help me here. Like, what can I bring that would be that would bless the girls uh, this Thursday morning? And and I just saw the word cannot, cannot, can't. And I began to think about the last 18 months personally in my life. And the word can't came to mind. Uh, girls, I had surgery twice. I had abdominal surgery. And so two times I had to go through six weeks of can't drive, can't swim, can't lift my babies. Um, being pregnant as well these last few months. Uh, can't eat soft cheese. Somebody help me. I know we got some rebels out there. You eat the soft cheese anyways. But I was trying to do the right thing and can't eat the cheese. Um, can't sleep when you're pregnant, you know, all those different kind of things that happen, the cannots during that season as well. And then also I was thinking collectively as a sisterhood, as women across the world, we have experienced the cannots of this pandemic. We cannot leave our home. We cannot go to church. We cannot see our friends and family. We cannot travel. Shout out to my mom and sister who are watching this. I love you. We cannot um, go to Kmart. We cannot go to our hairdressers. Uh, this is a real place and we've had to find ourselves in this cannot. But can I tell you today, I was encouraged at 2 a.m. in the morning that we serve a God who still can. And in Matthew verses um, 5, verse 3 to 4, it says this. You are blessed when you're at the end of your rope. Any girlfriends out there this morning, whether in Queensland or Darwin or uh, on Zooms here in Victoria or New South Wales or in Perth, anybody that can feel like you're at the end of your rope. Hi to the Bali girls as well. This is what the scripture says. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. You're blessed when you feel like you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by the one who is most dear to you. And girlfriends, in this season, I've come to know even more that sweet embrace of our heavenly father and the kindness that he brings. He is still the God of the exceedingly abundantly more than we can think, wish, or even imagine. He is the God who can in all of our cannots. And Psalm 23 says this, that in his goodness and his mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. In some translations, it's goodness and kindness shall follow us. His kindness. I want to speak that over some girl today who's just feeling like, oh, does he even see me? His kindness will follow you. Yes, you all the days of your life in Jesus name. And my personal testimony of this is November 2020. So coming up to almost a year ago. Um, we just found out we were pregnant with our third child. It was a shock to us, but not a shock to our God. And we were excited. And 
uh, suddenly I started to have this pain in my side and this pain lasted about 10 days before I did anything about it. Girls, we need to learn to take care of ourselves. I was just too busy living my life to deal with this pain in my side. And finally I went to the hospital and they said, you need to have your appendix out. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. And I find myself in this room, girls, with a surgeon coming and telling me about, you need to have this surgery. You need to have your appendix out. And, but at the same time, you are five weeks pregnant and very much you can lose your, your, your child that, you know, under the anesthetic, he might not survive or she might not survive. We didn't know at that stage who or what she was or he, and, you know, I just found myself just so like, oh, in this, this pit, this place of like despair. And I'm like, God, you know, what is going on here? And a song that, um, that spoke to me during that season that I held on to, it's a song by Maverick City. It says, you hold it all together. And the, the verse that I would just keep singing and singing over and over again is God of my present, God of my future, you write my story and you hold it all together. And girls, just nine weeks ago, I found myself on an operating table again. And this time it was a happy occasion. We were welcoming our son to the world. And as they're about to take him out, um, I, I did ask my husband, shout out to you, Johnny, um, to make this incredible worship playlist so I could keep my, my mind fixed on the Lord as I was being cut open, praise God. And uh, and um, the surgeon says, like, we're about to, you're going to feel some push, some pulling and some tugging. We're about to pull him out. And what was amazing was this song, I completely forgot about it. It wasn't even on the playlist that John had made. And the bridge came on just as my son Landon came out and took his first breath. The words that were resounding in that ring was God of my present, God of my future. You write my story and you hold it all together. And with tears streaming down my face, I could not believe it. I could not believe that, that, you know, I love God. I love God anyways. My whole life I've dedicated, I want to serve him. But he was just so kind in that moment to remind me of who he is, that he still sees me. And girls, can I tell you, he sees my son. He saw, he sees you. And in the world full of can'ts, can't, 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 can't. We serve a God who can in Jesus name. And I, I just want to speak this over you. He is the God of our present. He is the God of our future. He is writing our story and we can trust in the God who can hold it all together. And if that resonates with you, why don't you put can in the chat, if you believe it in Jesus name, amen. Amen, Sarah. That was awesome. Oh my goodness. You like, I don't want to get teary. Okay. My, the, the, the camera is quite close to my face and I don't want to smudge everything, but oh my gosh, that was I couldn't stop the tears. That was beautiful. And um, so good. how good is our Heavenly Father? I love that. I love that. And I pray, girls, whenever you're listening to this, that you receive that, that that went straight into your heart. They, that was beautiful. Thanks, Sarah. Okay, beautiful Catherine, gorgeous girl. Honestly, you're seriously kind and wise. What, is, what does kindness look like to you? Why don't you share some thoughts? Oh, how do you how do you go off the back of that, Sarah? You are fire. That was amazing. I was ready to stand up and like, oh my gosh, dear Jesus, <laughs> thank you. I love your passion. Um, but I think I guess today I wanted to talk more to the reality, the expression of kindness, the reality of what kindness takes um, to exhibit in our day to day. And I think I think 
Um, uh, Rose has alluded to this uh, earlier. I, I think it's it's a taking off of the old self and putting on a new self. And Paul talks about this in Colossians, and he talks my language. He talks wardrobe choice. Are there any girls out there that love a good wardrobe choice? I hear your amen, Sarah, even on mute. But um, but Paul goes and talks in Colossians 3 about taking off your old self. And in verse 12, it says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It's all about clothing ourselves. And it's not necessarily, kindness is not necessarily a, a lockdown wardrobe choice. It's it's not like a have rolled out of bed and I'm like fishing through the the washing basket that I've not put away yet. And I'm like pulling out a top, hoping there's like leggings attached somewhere so I don't have to dig and find that as well. It's it's intentional. It's it's thought about. It's 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 something that we uh we think about and we choose. It's like a, I feel like kindness is more of a sisterhood united kind of wardrobe choice. You think about it and you 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 think about it and you go, yes, this is what I want to wear. This is what I'm going to wear. I'm going to put kindness on. And so the first word that I was thinking about with kindness and the expression of kindness in your day-to-day life is be intentional. We've got to be intentional. It's got to be something that um, requires our attention and it requires our time and it requires our effort, right? It's it's not a lockdown look. <laughs> it's a Sisterhood United look. Um, but, but also when I think about the picture of like clothing myself, you've actually got to remove something to put something on, right? So as Paul said, so when we walk out the door in the morning, we don't like walk out the door finding ourselves with something on top of our PJs or we don't just like accidentally come out. We've actually, when we come outside and we're fully clothed, we've got to be um, intentional about taking off whatever our pjs right you can't just like put on a lovely dress over your pjs and walk out and wear it no you've got to remove the pjs walk outside don't walk outside before you put on your lovely dress (laughs) put that on and then go outside but it requires us to take off something and i feel like when we when we're going to express our kindness in our day-to-day we've got to take off the things of um of maybe if there's hurt in our lives, we've got to remove that because that stops us from being kind. We've got to take off things like unforgiveness or intimidation or fear or whatever that um, inhibits us from expressing our kindness. We've got to remove that. We've got to be intentional about taking that off and putting on the kindness. But also in, in the intention, there's also, and Rose alluded to this also, it's courage. You've got to have courage when it comes to um expressing kindness in our day-to-day you know um rose mentioned like holy spirit is a helper but holy spirit is our prompter as well we've got to have eyes to see we've got to have ears to hear what is the holy spirit asking of us how can we be kind in someone's world and i loved that um pastor bobby shared a word around kindness is no small thing last year and then in that seat it, it came around the time that the pandemic hit and when the pandemic hit, she she actually sent us an email around Easter time and it had a kindness card in it. Does anyone remember that? Do you remember the kindness card? Um, and I remember getting that card and going, this is epic. This is awesome. And then I was terrified at the same time 
what is that? I was so terrified about having to drop off a card to a neighbor's um, house. What is that? But the reality is there's so many times when we want to be kind, but we're actually terrified because we sit there and we overthink. We go, what if? What if I drop this card off and, um, and they think it's weird? Does anyone else ever think that? What if I go and do something kind, like drop this um, drop this card off in my neighbor's letterbox and, and I'm saying happy Easter, here's some little chocolates to go with it. What if they don't celebrate Easter? And it's so easy to get your what ifs all in a flurry in your head. Am I the only person that gets the head flurry? I get a head flurry. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's girls out there that do too, but I feel like we we this is when courage needs to kick in, right? This is when we've got to get the courage and go, you know what, I'm going to have the courage to not think about the wrong what if, but think about the right what if. I remember as I went and um, I, I, I got the card and I went, okay, um, I don't know how to like manage my printer at home. How do I print this off? And then I'm in a flurry of going, oh, but there's like 10 houses. How am I going to like write this all out? What am I going to do? And uh, um, uh, I've got young kids. How am I going to make the space to make this happen? Um, but as I just went, you know what? I, I'm going to use this to make excuses. I need to drop the excuses and I need to pick up some courage right now. Holy Spirit, I know you want me to do this and I know you're going to give me the courage to walk this out. And I remember as I, I took my kids, I went and dropped them off at the neighbor's houses and um, I literally, the, there was one guy, a grumpy guy standing out the front of his house and he stared me down the whole time. And when I got to the front of his house, he just continues to stare at me and I awkwardly just went, I'll just put this here in your letterbox and walked off. <laughs> and, and I don't know where that landed, but you know what? That's not my responsibility. But the reality was that out of the 10 people that I dropped to, there was seven people who messaged me back and said, thank you so much for the kindness. Thank you so much for the, the little gift of chocolate and the thought. And people are so grateful for that haze. So sometimes we've got to get past our what ifs, the wrong what ifs, and get to the right what ifs. Like maybe you're going to drop a meal to someone. You're sitting, sitting there going, what if they don't like my food? Um, what if they desperately need nourishing right now and you are the answer to that? Maybe it's an SMS with a verse and you're going, oh, my gosh, what if this verse doesn't even resonate? But what if it's actually the verse and the promise that is going to see them through this next season? What if? What if uh, the gift I go to give is like the chocolates is stared down at you or, or it's rejected? But what if that gift is actually the sign that they've been asking, is there a God out there? Maybe that gift is the what if to them going, you know what? There's hope. God is out there. He sees me. He loves me. Or maybe it's a, uh, I'm going to go meet my neighbor for the first time. What if they don't want to talk to me? What if they're so lonely that you actually starting the conversation is a game changer in their life? I remember I had, I've moved like 22 times in my life. So one of my moves, I went to um, talk to uh, a neighbor and she was 80 years old and she was um, living by herself, I found out. And I was really scared to strike up this conversation for some reason. So I managed to strike it up. 
And then I, in the end, I found out that this beautiful lady, she lives by herself. She has no family in Melbourne and no friends around. And she literally comes out in the morning and says hello to all of the her photos in the morning because she has no one else to say hello to. What if I hadn't have gone and said hello to that that lady and and I'd missed the opportunity? What if I thought about the wrong thing? So I, I just wanted to encourage you, there's, there's moments in kindness that feel awkward and they feel uncomfortable, um, but we've got to be intentional to get out of our comfort zone. We've got to be intentional to pick that um, kindness out of our wardrobe, to put it on and to wear it with 100% confidence and, um, and rely on the Holy Spirit courage to go, you know what, I'm going to follow your prompt, Holy Spirit, and I'm also I'm going to fo- focus on the right what ifs. I'm going to have the courage to go, what if this is going to change someone's day in Jesus' name? So I hope that helps. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful and so inspiring, Catherine. Thank you. It does take courage and the right what ifs. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. That was actually quite vulnerable and appreciate that. You know, in Melbourne, we've been talking and encouraging each other around love thy neighbour. Like we can't go out and about too far, but we have people in our immediate proximity and I've loved just putting little gifts and notes in our neighbours and people in our street and meeting them. They write me back little notes and so I'm looking forward to actually being able to connect with them in person. But it's a beautiful thing to look beyond our immediate circumstances and, and love whoever God's put you alongside so thank you Catherine so beautiful and look I would love to chat with Mona now Um, I specifically felt to ask Mona to come and share today particularly around her expertise and so Mona why don't you tell us what um what like when I think about health and well-being what are the benefits to our bodies and to our minds when it comes to kindness receiving kindness giving kindness uh, no, thanks, uh, Rose, and thank you all beautiful girls. You've spoken such amazing words of wisdom, and I'm sure girls will love that. And second, please, sorry about my background. Sorry for technical things, could not do it, but Jesus is still the Lord. And third, I mean, first of all, Bobby, I, want to ad- I so admire you, and I got the privilege to say love you heaps, you know, um, I really just, you're such an inspiration to me, Bobby, honestly, really. Anyway, yes, thank you for, it's a lovely question and um, and it does amazing. And my is also, uh, Fruit of the Spirit is favorite as well, the kindness and joy, um, as you said, Rose. And But I really want to say, girls, honestly, just tune your ears now. I really want you to understand how does it affect our mental and emotional health as well? Like, you know, of course, spiritual and uh, our mental health, they're all interlinked and God works that way. So kindness, health facts I've written down. So what does it do? The benefits, it, um, I, because of the time, I'm not going to go, the, all the researchers have been done all that. So I'm just going to give you some points. And um, so you'll get, you know, um, idea of all that. So it, the kindness, it increases uh, the emotional warmth and, you know, which releases the love hormone, which is oxytocin. And it reduces the blood pressure. It increases our self-esteem and boosts feeling of confidence and optimism. So this is a little bit... Um, sort of a lecture in a way, but also good information for you to understand. So when you're feeling down, you know, what does it do to you? Second, it increases the uh, energy. You feel stronger and more energetic. 
after helping others, you feel more calmer and less depressed. Third, it increases our happiness and feeling of satisfaction. And fourth, it increases our lifespan. And fifth, it increases the pleasure. Listen to this. When we are kind to one another, your brain's pleasure and reward centers light up. And this phenomenon is called high is high. Isn't it amazing? And also the sixth, it increases our serotonin level. You know, like most medical antidepressants, kindness stimulates the production of serotonin. The feel-good chemical heals your wounds, calms you down, and makes you happy. Okay, what does it decrease? First, it decreases our pain. Just let it sink in. So when you're in pain, I have honestly have applied that when I'm in pain, even physical pain, I make it a point to go and do kind things to others. I really do. I'm not boasting because I know how it helps. Because I'm not thinking about my pain. I'm thinking about I'm in impacting other people. So it decreases the pain. How? It engages in acts of kindness, produces endorphins. And the brain, it's a brain natural painkiller. Second, it decreases the stress. Kind people have 23% less cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And it slower um, and age, age slower than the average population. So if you're kind, we have this stress hormone less cortisol, like if you just continue to be. And I love this one. Third, it decreases anxiety. Listen to this. This is really important. A group of highly, I've just taken one bit of the research just to let you know, a group of highly anxious individuals performed uh, at, at least six acts of kindness in a week. Okay, they were asked to do six acts of kindness in a week. After one month, okay, after one month, there was significant increase in positive mo moods, relationship satisfaction, and their socially anxious individual uh, they were the decrease in their social um, uh, anxious. They were not as anxious as well. So you know what this is all, and they it decreases our depression. It decreases our blood pressure. So we have such amazing, amazing uh, fruit of the spirit. You know, like in us, so that we can draw out of all that what God has provided for us. And you know, my favorite, and also it says that it is a choice. Like even in the medical one of the doctors and he has said this quote and quickly I know the time is running it is teachable it is a choice for me I really believe it's a choice in everything choose life choose 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 you know whatever if you are sitting alone and it's locked down trust me it's not easy girls it is not easy and I do all these young adults as well it is not it's tough you're alone and you are uh, feeling depressed you know feeling anxious or whatever it is just like even in just give you one example like last week we were in a I have a young adult connect group as well so I was talking to the girls after our sisterhood united and it was beautiful Lucinda spoke and um, so after that we thought we'll just do a little prayer and one of the girls couple were feeling very low like really really low and she started crying and same thing I just encourage and put a challenge to them you know what I know it's tough can you think of one thing a day 
just one thing a day, you can go and do kind things, you know, and, um, and, and just pray in tongues as well. I did encourage, you know, and you know what? It's amazing. I called her yesterday and she was doing babysitting for her neighbor. She's doing, you know, a few other amazing things. I said, go for walks, prepare a meal. You know, we have opportunities everywhere. And, you know, my favorite scripture, I leave. I know there's so many things I can say, but, you know, um, it says that Romans 12, 21, one of my favorite, do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome master evil with good. And good is being kind. Good is being um, friendly. Good is being cheerful. Good is being more positive. Good is being like bringing a smile to other people and smile. You know, your smile makes a difference as well. So bring smile to people, you know, so um, do not let anything overtake you. Nothing. Okay. Nothing, girls. You are stronger than you know. You are stronger. Greater one lives in you. I really want to encourage you girls. Greater one lives in you. Just tap into that. Okay. And you can do it. We'll come out victoriously. Melbournes are victorious in Jesus name. Okay. Oh, Mona. I love that. I love that. So helpful, so practical. And I feel like in many ways science is catching up to what, um, how God already created us and when he lives in us. Uh, it's amazing um, the benefit physically and emotionally that we have. And you know what, girls, I know that there'd be many of you listening right now and you are in, you are in challenge. And so please know we're praying for you. We're praying for health and strength. And we encourage you, like, reach out. Um, you can contact our team um, underneath your underneath the chat on your screen. You can click buttons to, to reach out. We'd love to pray with you and help you. And obviously kindness and what Mona just shared there is great to add to what your medical plan is with your with your doctor. All right, stick to that and um and and add kindness in, weave it in and um you know feel the benefit feel the benefit of that. But um, those girls are amazing. We're, we're nearly out of time. I, I do want to just take a quick moment, though, girls, and I do just want to remind us of the most impactful gift of kindness that's ever been given to the earth, and that's the beautiful gift of Jesus by our Heavenly Father. You know what? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That gift of Jesus, that gift of salvation is a game changer. It is a game changer. And I want to ask you girls, wherever you are today, whatever your age and stage in life, have you received your gift of kindness from the Heavenly Father? Have you opened it up? Have you accepted it as truth in your life? And, you know, I encourage you, honestly, I encourage you right now, if you've never made that step, why don't you take time today, don't delay today, and uh, receive that gift of Jesus in your life. And if you're in one of our rooms, you're in one of our campuses, uh, we'd love for you to talk to our girls there. Let them know, say, hey, I want to take my next step in a relationship with Jesus. We'd love to pray with you, put a Bible in your hand and help you. And if you're online right now and you, you're making that decision, you want to know more or you're making a decision, you want to cross that line and go, you know what, I want to receive that gift of kindness that God has for me, then why don't you click on the buttons underneath? There's a little Jesus button. Why don't you press that? That's a way of connecting with us and we can reach out to you and pray with you and put some resource in your hand. It truly is the best decision that you will ever make. Now, we're going to pray for you girls and release you out, but Sarah Sperry, 
why don't you before I'm going to ask you to pray but before we do that what what is an act of kindness that you have received recently from somebody else like you shared so beautifully about our heavenly father share with us a random act of kindness that you've been on the receiving end of all right is Sarah Jane Grohl on the chat somewhere yes she um, Zena, I've seen her because I've had so many surgeries and everything, Sarah Jane Grohl has been the most amazing. I mean, really our church community, our sisterhood girls have, have loved on our family and have dropped off meals. And I've been such a recipient of kindness um, during this last 12 months as well, which has been humbling and a blessing, but no one goes past Sarah Jane Grohl washing John Sperry and my underpants. Can we just, can we just thank Sarah Jane Grohl for, <laughs> Respect for for wash go you know just the extra mile loving on us just taking care of us and um, getting involved with us she is just the best and so uh, she she is kindness personified but I'm happy to pray you ready to pray yeah come on Sarah what a great day honestly that was mind blowing Mona and Catherine and Rose praise God for each and every one of you and praise God for you sisterhood so we're gonna pray thank you Jesus for this amazing time we've had together, Lord. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are so kind to us. And Lord, as we continue to look to you in this season, wherever we are at, God, we continue to shine your light, Father, no matter where and what circumstances we might be facing. God, I thank you that you are kind towards us. And Lord, help us to be kind towards others. Help us, Lord, to uh, be listen, have ears to hear you, Holy Spirit, to go the extra mile, to have the courage to invite people, to to give the gift, to, to sow the seed, Father. And Lord, I thank you that you are building your church and hallelujah, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 All right, girls, you are greatly loved by your girlfriends in the sisterhood, whether or not you've met us before personally or not, you are greatly loved and you are immensely loved by your father in heaven. So receive his kindness, reflect it out to the world and have the most amazing week. Sunday is going to be beautiful. We're celebrating the men and the fathers in our world. So make sure you're a part of that truly special days. All right. Be blessed, girls. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.